welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Thank you for listening in. I am your host, Rebecca Budd, and I am looking forward to sharing this moment with you. I am thrilled that my blogger friend, artist, and musician, Marina Kanavaki, and I are bridging the distance between Athens, Greece, and Vancouver, Canada, to discuss how music and art bring joy and beauty to our lives. What would take 12 hours and 41 minutes flight time has taken 12 seconds by Wi-Fi. Music was Marina's first love. She would crawl up on the piano stool and put her ear on the keys to hear the sounds and the combinations. Then painting came into Marina's life, influenced by her father, who was an artist. His guidance and strong support allowed her freedom to explore her creativity. I invite you to put on the kettle and add to this exciting conversation on tea, toast, and trivia. Welcome, Marina. I have been looking forward to this conversation. Oh, me too. And I'm honored and very, very happy we are having this conversation. You have been in my life for 10 years. 2011 we met. And this is the first time we have actually had a conversation. And because we're on Zoom, we can see each other. Yes, we can. Marina, you lived in a home where music was part of your everyday life. And it was mainly classical. And it was a ritual that happened every day. How did that influence you and broaden your horizons in music? As you mentioned, the piano was what ignited my love for music. Worlds of wonder open up before me with the press of a key. So listening to all this music from my father's record player was bliss. He would play music from Bach to Shostakovich to Keith Jarrett, absorb like a sponge, note by note. So it was natural I would then go to the piano and create my own sounds and compositions. My father has actually recorded those pieces that I wrote at the age of five. A year later, while my father was away and play records myself, on a side note, his stereos were state-of-the-art sound systems and learning to use them was quite an achievement for a six-year-old. And yes, it did get me in trouble several times. (laughs) Oh, it's so good to be in trouble at six years old. Oh, yes, it was for a good cause. My father had a design studio. He was a cartoonist and an artist. He loved music. He loved listening to it. We had music always in the house. You said that music was your first love. I understand you studied piano and classical singing and music theory at the National Conservatory. How did this experience lead you to write your own music? It was actually quite strange what happened with the conservatory. Up until I started piano lessons, I loved playing music and creating my own pieces. But as soon as I started studying piano, I kind of lost my drive, maybe because I had to start reading notes. I did find a way to overcome this little tiny obstacle. I would ask my teacher to play the piece once and I'd memorize it. This became a little bit more difficult with our fugues, but still, that was my method. 
So you were able to listen to a piece and then play it again? Yes. And my teacher never found out either. I would ask her, hmm, how does this sound? And she would play it and then, voila. So fast forward, when I went to London to study graphic design, I decided to take classical singing courses and continue to play piano. I was writing music again. My singing teacher was amazed at my voice and urged me to follow classical singing professionally. Returning from the UK, I continued the singing lessons, but only because I wanted to use my voice as an instrument more for my compositions. I also took jazz improvisation courses, then got my own first home studio gear and been happily recording ever after. As an artist and owner of a creative design center, your father recognized your artistic ability. How did he respond when your school teachers believed that something was wrong with you when you would completely erase outlined drawings you were supposed to fill in with color and then painted your own drawings on top? I can only imagine. <laughs> that was so funny. All the kids were drawing beautiful colors within the bounds of those outlined drawings, and I would erase them till there was nothing left and drew on top of my tiny little monsters. I loved to draw. Dad laughed with them, and he gave them names. So when the teacher called my parents alarmed, telling them that I'm probably autistic, Dad just told them off for not recognizing her talent. To their defense... Sometimes I would be looking outside the window to the sky were probably more than the ones I would pay attention to the teacher. But it's so much more interesting when you look outside. It is, isn't it? I still think so, actually. When you have an internal conversation, it's hard to explain what's happening inside, especially when you're a child. And when you grow up, you're able to articulate it in a better way because you've had more experience. Your father understood that. That was very insightful of him. And he realized you were a creative spirit. He must have been an influence in your life all the way through. Oh, he really was. The hours I would watch him draw and do his cartoons and coloring in were blissful. I would just stand there and have my little head for the desk and just see him drawing, especially with all his color echo lines these watercolors that he had in front of him, dipping his paintbrush, watching him. So yes, definitely a great influence. I understand that you studied graphic design in England. Right after school, I started looking at my father's design center, Schema, as a junior graphic designer and decided to study art and design in London. I applied to two colleges, which had a great reputation on the field, got accepted in both and chose Middlesex Polytechnic. That was my first time away from home, and it was as if someone threw me in the deep to swim, and I loved it. Four years of exploring creativity in so many fields like typography, design, typesetting, photography, illustration, life drawing, computer graphics. Mind you, that was 1990 on a Mac Plus. <laughs> How did your artistic career evolve? 
I was very fortunate to be a part of a very creative group of students, each one very unique and with great tutors too. It seems when you surround yourself with people that have a creative urge, a spirit, it's like you inspire each other to be your best. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense, yes, and it's very, very true. It's like we were competing, but not in a bad way. It was like we were creating all the time, and we would like, uh, what did you do? And because we are very different people, when different people create, you see other aspects that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. For example, we had the same theme to work on. And you would see 12 completely different print approaches to it. I would have never have thought, you know, it was so nice to see how creativity works in another brain on the same theme. When you see someone creating, it's inspiring. It was beautiful what we did. When I returned, I immediately started working at Schema. A few years later, we decided to continue as Anmar, you know, Anne and a crayon, Marina and a crayon, my father's name. We designed for various companies and clients, constantly producing original ideas. Marina, you have two passions, music and art. Have you ever had to choose between the two? Though many times I was encouraged to decide painting or music. I refuse to. They are both part of me, and I feel they are both my natural ways of expression. Instead, I let them take over when it's their time to speak. Since my return from England, I have had several solo and group painting exhibitions and released one solo album, Never and Nothing, which was when I met my partner in life and music, Gohanes, a.k.a. Socrates. He was a musical editor and had come to interview me about my album. We just clicked from the first moment and writing and recording together came naturally. We released five albums under the name MKO Marina Kanavaki, something about the initials, right? And Oannis, a musical genius and a universal genius according to his IQ test. I can say that my admiration for him is real. He respects my artistic and musical whims and he's very supportive of my creativity, for which I'm ever grateful. Have you ever noticed that serendipity comes into our lives and brings us the people that we need to meet? And that's what is so wonderfully surprising. Oh, yes. And once you least expect it, too. It's true. I had reached a point in my life where I wanted to be completely independent and live alone. And it was really, really strange that we met and how naturally our relationship flowed. It was so like water running the river. When I come to your place, I am inspired by what you have created. How has that virtual community influenced you in your artistic journey? It has influenced me surprisingly a lot. I say surprisingly because when I first started my blog, I did it as a portfolio of my work. And I don't recall if I mentioned this before, but I'm quite an introvert. I had no idea how to blog, how to interact. Gradually, I learned from 
other artists, photographers and bloggers. Then I met people with similar interests and started exchanging views and ideas. I have friends from 2011 to this day. Because of this interaction, I began setting themes and coming up with ideas. For example, sunrises for a year, I would photograph the sunrise from my balcony and post then walks, clouds, the sea. Lately, painters and musicians, tributes. It's evolved to a creative diary of sorts with collaborations, mutual inspirations, etc. I have done paintings inspired by and for friends' posts, and friends have been inspired to create more art from something of mine. So yes, I can definitely say it has helped my creative journey a lot. How has music and art brought happiness to your days? Well, not so sure they bring happiness, at least not always. They are an inner urge that needs to be expressed. I feel at home and happy while creating, even if it's the most dark feelings I'm expressing. Art and music work differently in me. When I paint, I usually have headphones on and listen to music. My journeys in painting are through symbols and emotions. Music, however, is quite independent. It's a much fuller experience, yet with no reference. It's the introvert's joy. One thing in common, though, is that with both art and music, I embark on journeys completely unknown destinations, so I can say that the happiness comes from those imaginary worlds. Both fulfill me in very different ways and both make me happy. These days, there are so many options available to people who are looking into artistic endeavors. What advice would you give aspiring artists? Several things. One thing would be to be kind. I know it sounds odd, but it really is the main ingredient to work with in order to create. Then absorb. I mean, get those antennas ready to receive. Beauty is everywhere, it's not some kind of uh, euphemism. A nice advice a teacher gave to my father was copy, copy every painter, copy the masters, copy and copy again. The day you will no longer be able to copy, that's the day you may call yourself a painter. And I think that was wise. <laughs> Another one is work. Um, and don't be afraid to throw away a lot just work and last one is keep your life thread alive from the day we're born to the present day our life is like a thread every second our emotions experiences thoughts are recorded on it these are our greatest teachers in my opinion to move forward and be better that is beautiful as we draw to a close marina do you have any last words? Well, since I was speaking about journeys, each one of us is on one big, unique journey. We better explore it to the fullest, because it's all we got. Thank you so much for joining me today, Marina. It has been a privilege and a pleasure. Oh, thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> it was all mine, and I'm honored. I really had a great time. <laughs>
Will you come back and talk about animals and animal rights with us on Tea, Toast and Trivia? It will be my pleasure. Honestly, I'd gladly come back. <laughs> Marina's love of animals and her commitment to animal rights is inspiring. And that's another journey and another conversation we're going to have with Marina. Thank you for joining Marina and me on Tea, Toast and Trivia. Marina's artistic journey connects music, color, and symbolism to reach deep into our hearts. She reminds us that we each have a creative journey to be explored, and it is not always an easy undertaking. But if we embrace our creativity, whether it be writing, poetry, music, dance, our lives will be richer and more fulfilling. Thank you, Marina for sharing your insight on how music and happiness come into our lives in surprising ways. I invite you to meet up with Marina on her blog, Marina Kanavaki. It is a place where music, color, and symbolism come together and invite us to embrace a creative journey. Until next time we meet, dear friends, keep safe, and be well.